0: I hope you enjoyed the first part of the show. Now, for the second half with Dr. Bryant Speaks. You know, there was a time where we were on a golf course, a somewhat private golf course, and somebody walked by and saw her and was absolutely impressed. And to make a long story short, uh, we were introduced to a coach at another golf course. And this coach, later I find out, he was one of the top 100 coaches in Golf Digest, which is the magazine uh, worldwide, actually. So he, I take my daughter to this person, and he does a quick nine holes with her, comes back to me, and he offers to coach my daughter for free. That's how good my daughter was. I coached high school golf for a year or two. My daughter could beat every person on my team. And she wasn't even 12. I put my daughter in a first tee competition, first one she's ever done. And I missed the bracket for her to play with her age group. So I moved her up one. And not only was I late, because they had to squeeze her in. So they, put her in this roster where she played with these other two girls, there's two girls left. I find out those two girls are two of the top players in high school, kid you not, top two girls in our region. My daughter's about to play with them, she's 11, I think they were 16, 17 years old. No, my daughter, I wish I could tell you, my daughter beat him, but that's not the case. But what I can tell you is that there was glimpses or glimpses of brilliancy in her playing. It was a time, and one specifically, where the parents of the two girls who were following, was walking along, following with us, we were watching our kids play. They looked at us and they, I think they even asked my ex-wife, my wife at the time, if uh, if uh, how old she was. But what I did catch is the fact that they thought she was so good and they made a comment how she's gonna be a really good player. Because there was time when my daughter would get on the tee box and literally drive the ball as far as their daughter. And we're talking about a five year age difference. So I say all that because, at the end of the day, it was my fault. Because I know you're hoping to hear that this story comes with a happy ending, and she went off to Stanford full scholarship, or playing at Oklahoma State, or or you know, UConn, or some top golf school, female golf school. But the truth of the matter is, she quit golf. She quit. She did not like it anymore. Why is that? Why is it that my daughter who has such a talent with all the possibilities in the world, why is she quit? This is my fault. You know, there's no instructions to being a parent, but it's even harder when you're a veteran returning home, trying to be a parent and trying to balance all the stuff that's in your head, trying to not be the E4, E5, E8 type person. And some of us, you know what, I get it. There's vets out there. There's vets who had it pretty kosher, you know, worked in supply, worked in HR with the S1. I get it. But then there's those of us who had a different experience and it's hard to turn off and it's hard to balance. And when you think you're doing what's best, it's actually not what's best. Because when you raise your voice, when you raise your hand, when you push, 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 when you don't listen, you're not doing yourself or your child any good. And then you have the spouse who's telling you, trying to communicate with you. And then you say, well, I'm only this way because you're not. You're giving them everything or you're not being hard enough. And then you're saying, this is why you're that way. But if you flip it around, maybe they're that way because you're overdoing what you're doing. At least that's my story. Kids love their parents. They love their parents. You could lose your job tomorrow. They're still gonna love you. You can have arguments with your neighbor over the dog coming into your yard. They're still gonna love you. You could coach their team and lose every game and they're still gonna be there. My son was playing high school basketball and I coached it and I'm a pretty darn good coach and as the coach, you also get the school band, and you're driving them to the games and all that. And I had we had a great game. We, I ter- literally was turning the team around. We went from a losing team. We started winning our games. And I had one obnoxious kid on my team who was all he, you know. He had one good game, and all he was doing was bragging. He had like Allen Iverson stats where he throw up a hundred shots, and he bragging because he's gotten thirty points. You know, so you know it's like okay, yeah. Yeah, you got 12 points, but you know, you threw up like 50 balls and that's all he knew. And then you would think that I would be encouraging and I get it. I look back now, maybe I could have handled it differently. Probably should just kept my mouth shut and drove the band home, drove the kid home, or drove all the, the team home and not set at work. But I couldn't control myself because again, i me. And so, <laughs> make a long story short, you know, this little private school that my son is attending and I'm coaching is a bit of a coup that takes place. And I'm like, you know what? I don't have to answer these parents. I'm done, I'm out. You guys need me more than I need you. And my son was kind of caught in the middle with that. But again, he still loves his dad. So I say all this because I want you to understand the Importance of being a parent and how your kids are gonna look up to you always. But if you turn them against you, that is gonna be your demise. They'll love you, but you gotta give that back in some fashion, shape, or form. You cannot always be about discipline. You cannot always be about what you didn't do or what I want you to do. You're not in the military anymore. Find a way to connect. Find a way to be the type of father or mother they need. Find a way to turn off the noise in your head and apply the time that's necessary to your child or children. Sometimes the simple things in life will be everything to them. Do not make the mistakes that I make where you're now trying to make up for lost time. And trust me, your kids will test you. My son, uh, when he and I were reconnecting, he had, uh, <laughs> he tried to get me to get him a, I don't know, I think it was like a dirt bike or some sort of mini motorcycle or something. And he wanted a uh, the newest Samsung phone or whatever. I mean, I mean, I think it was like 800 bucks at the time. But my point is that he is simply trying to use my guilt or at least he was tempted to. But the truth of the matter is, even after I said that ain't gonna happen, the point is we eventually bonded and we eventually built something. I have more than one child, so it's like, okay, still got a lot of work to do, Aaron. Still got a lot of work to do. I have a little girl who. simply struggles with seeing me in a proper light. That was my fault. I have a son who's having problems seeing me in a positive light. So I am trying to make up for lost time. I'm trying to ensure that the decisions I make moving forward are all gonna be decisions that they can be proud of Decisions that can be supportive and try to communicate. So I hope the things I discussed today will be something that you can carry forward and process and understand. Remember, being a parent is not easy, but being a veteran parent is even harder. harder. So I, I, I truly hope that you can take something away from this. Thank you for listening. I am your host, Dr. Aaron Bryant. You're listening to drbryantspeaks.com. Please go to my website, any of my social media platforms, drbryantspeaks.com. Be blessed and know that I'm speaking to you. But more importantly, someone is always listening and that someone is not just me. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please visit Dr. Bryant's website, drbryantspeaks.com. Also, visit his social media platforms, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube, all titled drbryantspeaks.com.